today's Leading Women episode 251 with the wonderful Dr. Karin Hehenberger. Women all over the world, get ready for inspiring and empowering interviews from women at the top of their field who are kicking butt in their business and who are prepared to share shocking revelations from being in the limelight. You are now listening to Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg. Have a WordPress site or thinking of getting one? Bluehost offers unlimited hosting starting at $4.95 per month. Got your WordPress site hosted somewhere? No worries. Bluehost can help you transfer those domains fast and seamlessly easy. Join me and millions of others who trust Bluehost as our main hosting provider. Sign up today at todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash Bluehost. That's www.todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash Bluehost. Yes, women of the world, let's get started. I am delighted to introduce you our amazing guest for today, Dr. Karin Hehenberger. Dr. Karin Hehenberger is an experienced life sciences professional with a background as an MD and PhD and a postdoc in diabetes from Harvard. She started her own company, LifeBob, to connect, inspire, and impact lives of people with diabetes, a disease she has had since she was 17. Dr. Karin is considered an expert in the field of metabolic diseases and is an invited speaker at numerous conferences on the topic, as well as in assessing innovative products across therapeutic areas. So, women of the world, Dr. Karin Hehenberger, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm uh, delighted to be a part of your show. We are delighted to have you as well, and I'm sure our listeners are. Now, Dr. Karin, I really like what you're doing with your business, especially with LifeBob. You are a success in your own right. You put in the effort, the equity, the knowledge, and the experience to build a special business you call your own. As a result of that, our listeners really want to get to know you, and I want to provide the conduit, you know, that bridge between you and our listeners. So here are some cool questions that we can talk about. Feel free to comment anytime about them, but these are just general questions I have in mind. So let's start with your business. You know, there might be people out there who want to start one and have no clue how to go about it. Can you tell us more about your business and idea behind Niche? Absolutely. Um, so Lifebulb is a company that uh, I founded uh, about uh, six, seven months ago, but it's uh, been something that I've been thinking about for many years, and it's really driven by my personal experience uh, as well as my professional experience uh, working in the life sciences area and uh, being uh, close in touch with uh, patients and uh, doctors and scientists and business people uh, who are all focused on trying to um, uh, help people live better lives and uh, uh, get access to better treatments. So LifeBulb in itself is a platform on and offline that aims to connect people so that they can change behavior, inspire them to do better, and to impact their lives. And we do this through connectivity, through um, uh, offline events. For example, we actually hosted an event yesterday uh, where we had focused on a specific disease, a chronic disease called bullous pemphigoid, and patients 
from all over the country connected with thought leaders, with a company that has a new product um, that aims to treat the disease in a better way. And this is a typical example of what Lightbulb is doing. Uh, again, trying to connect people with chronic disease, trying to help them to lead better lives uh, through inspirational uh, stories, through sharing experiences, and through um, educating them about new therapies and new opportunities that will take them from living just in a survival mode, but actually making life worth living again. Wow, I love what I'm hearing about your business and how it evolved and came into existence. And I'm sure our listeners were curious to hear that one as well. And I love that you carve out business because this is an area that as a nurse, I'm really, uh, my, my, uh, I'm close, I mean, my heart is so close to you. So I'm really glad that you have this niche out there wherein people with chronic disease can uh, connect with and learn from and, and share their stories and inspire others as well and be inspired themselves so i love that you have this up there now what was that defining moment you know that prompted you to start a business and made you say this is my business yeah so it, it was uh, as i mentioned driven really by my own personal experience as well as professional experience but my personal experience was um, that i was diagnosed as a teenager with type 1 diabetes and uh, until that point in time I uh, had been a very driven uh, athlete. I played tennis at a, at a almost professional level and uh, been a you know a good student, a uh, very good student. But uh, when I was diagnosed with type one diabetes, I uh, really decided that my life was going to be about uh, medicine and, and science. I wanted to uh, find a cure for type one diabetes. I wanted uh, for myself, but also I did not want anyone else to have to uh, struggle through this disease. So it uh, led me to medical school. I started medical school after high school and uh, then did a PhD uh, with focus on diabetes and then uh, left my country, Sweden, uh, where I grew up and came to the U.S. to do a postdoc at Harvard and again continued to work in diabetes. And through my career, um, uh, both as a, uh, in, the, in the financial community where I studied companies that could help um, uh, promote therapies and, and drugs and devices to, to help people uh, with diabetes but also other, other diseases, and also as an operational person within uh, biotechnology and uh, pharmaceutical companies, I worked at Johnson & Johnson and I worked at uh, uh, two other biotechnology companies where there were products that uh, really uh, you could see as breakthrough. Um, I always had that in mind that I wanted to um, help people with uh, with disease. But after um, a number of years with type 1 diabetes, um, I unfortunately uh, suffered from the complications of diabetes. Uh, I, at uh, the age of uh, 34, 35 years old, um, I um, uh, started developing kidney failure. And within a very short period of time, um, I developed such severe uh, uh, kidney disease that I uh, was faced with either going on dialysis or uh, requiring a, a kidney transplant. And luckily, I had a fantastic uh, uh, support system with uh, my father uh, stepping up to the plate, and um, I uh, received a kidney transplant uh, exactly five and a half years ago. Um, and uh, it worked very well. 
but uh, the next step was that I also um, uh, received a pancreas transplant because my type 1 diabetes was extremely brittle. I was uh, almost on a daily basis um, uh, struggling with the hypo or hyperglycemia that uh, both conditions being so uh, disruptive to my, my daily life that um, I had to do something pretty dramatic. And I um, uh, was very fortunate to um, uh, receive a pancreas transplant four years ago. And uh, since then, have, um, have not needed any exogenous insulin. That means I haven't needed any insulin injections. Um, you know, the, all this, of course, uh, requires uh, a, both the, uh, the surgery that I, I, I had, both the kidney transplant and the pancreas transplant, and then now chronic immunosuppression because I... I, uh, otherwise, I would reject these organs. So, um, you know, these uh, these benefits have come with some um, uh, some negatives because I'm more vulnerable to uh, to uh, infections and uh, more vulnerable to certain uh, tumors. But it changed my life completely because I went from uh, facing uh, dialysis and uh, facing a life with. Uh, fear of uh, hypoglycemia that could uh, make me pass out, uh, again, on a daily basis or in my sleep, to living a life that right now, every morning when I wake up, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm thanking, uh, thanking the, the powers uh, to me that uh, I, I, I got another chance at life. And it also made me think uh, what I wanted to do professionally. Uh, having got this new chance to um, uh, really have energy and uh, and uh, continue to work very hard, I wanted to dedicate that to trying to help people uh, like myself with type 1 diabetes, which was really the, the driver to start LifeBulb, but uh, also other people with chronic disease, uh, such as Crohn's and colitis, such as bullous pemphigoid, such as um, uh, uh, cancer. Uh, and cancer can be defined now as a chronic disease. Um, and, and really try to help them to be motivated because I think that a big driver for me and how I could overcome um, these very, very difficult uh, times is that I was very motivated to, to get past it. And I never lost my um, belief in a life beyond uh, uh, the survival mode. I never lost my belief in... I, the ability to have fun and to enjoy a, a good meal or a, a, a great walk in the park or playing tennis again, which I had done so um, I, so much as a teenager, as a young person. So I, I wanted to try to create a company that would be focused on that and really um, uh, get people to... Uh, uh, to enjoy again, and I think when you do that, you're more compliant to your medications, and you're more motivated to actually uh, live a, a, a lifestyle that is uh, amenable to uh, chronic disease, which can be so tough. Um, so that was the driver to create LifeBulb, and now uh, six, seven months in. Um, we are already carving out different uh, uh, business lines, uh, you know, from this very, very uh, big concept to be more tangible and, and drive revenue, um, which is important because otherwise uh, you can't continue as a business. And uh, I, I, I'm constantly thinking about how to um, make uh, my investors, uh, you know, happy. But I think when you focus on the patients and you focus on what is good, 
uh, you really try to uh, uh, connect people with others and uh, and uh, drive home that message, I think that uh, that is going to drive the business as well. Wow, what a story you have. I mean, you were driven from your personal experience as a teenager uh, being diagnosed with type 1 diabetes and while being an athlete as well. And that must be challenge- challenging at that time. And because of your experience, you that was uh, was that inspired you to also help others and you also mentioned your the, the vision that you have to help people you know like yourself as well as other people with chronic diseases you know live uh, enjoy their life despite the chronic conditions that they have what a compelling vision that one is and what a great story that you have just shared so thank you for sharing that now I'd like for you to talk about how you prepared for success that turned this vision into a reality. Can you share our listeners what are some of your personality traits or your top three personal qualities that help you become a successful entrepreneur that our listeners can learn from? I think uh, um, becoming an entrepreneur has been uh, a you know something that uh, I, I, I you don't understand until you do it. Um, it is. Uh, it is a challenge to be a leader. Uh, it is something that you need to really take seriously, and uh, there is no one else uh, that you can blame but yourself. So, uh, and there's, uh, there's, uh, it can be very lonely uh, if you, uh, uh, you, you run it that way. So, um, one of the things that I've learned, uh, number one, of course, to work hard, but that is true, I think, in any situation, even if you are uh, working in a corporation and you are um, uh, just uh, within citation marks an employee, you have to work hard to perform. But if you are an entrepreneur, you have to take charge, you have to make the decisions, and you have to lead uh, and show people that you have the confidence um, and you, you, you know the direction. Uh, so uh, that that is one thing that I've I've learned that the um, uh, perception and how you present is extremely important uh, when it comes to driving a business. Uh, and the number one uh, uh, I think reason for failure and the number one reason for success is the people that you surround yourself with. So uh, if you can get the right team, uh, you can be successful. You you have to realize that although you may have the idea, the original idea, uh, it is impossible for one person to uh, be an expert in everything. And it's impossible for one person to uh, be as successful as a team built of uh, talented people. So I think that finding, identifying the right uh, group around you that you can trust, you can respect, and that will work together um, synergistically uh, is is the is the one thing that I've I've learned, and I've made some mistakes already in this um, short period of time, uh, and, and uh, you, you got to correct those very quickly because uh, the longer uh, you uh, are embarking upon uh, a, a venture with the wrong people and the wrong approach, uh, the more the more damage you do to the overall situation. So I think uh, uh, surrounding yourself with the right people, working very hard. And, and really thinking about how you are perceived as a leader uh, are, are important uh, qualities in a, in a person when it comes to um, uh, uh, the success of a business. Um, so, so those are some of the pieces of advice that I would, I would give to anyone uh, embarking on, on a similar journey. Wow, great personal qualities that you've shared there that we can all learn from. So the first one is to have that 
uh, great work ethic. I mean, working hard because building a business requires a lot of our time, our energy, our effort. And so we have sometimes it, we have the sacrifice to be able to um, create this business that we are passionate about doing. And the second one is to to surround yourself or identify the right people to work with. I mean, I agree with you. Uh, having a team really makes the business. I mean, you can't do this alone. Yeah, You have to have the right people and the right team around you and surround yourself with the people that are, that are supportive of you and your vision. And the third one is to think about how you are being perceived as a leader. Really here on this. And the good thing is that this quality is that uh, Dr. Karin just shared with us. We can all cultivate and adapt them in our lives in general and in our business building activities. So thank you for sharing those. Now, I'd love for you to talk about what happened when you started your journey as entrepreneur. You know, as entrepreneurs, we face daily challenges that define our being and to get through those challenges takes a very special person and our audience wants to know that special person in you so what have been your biggest challenges and how have you addressed or overcame those barriers to success that a lot of women entrepreneurs face today hmm. no that's a it's a it's a great question and then i again i want to say that this business is very young so uh, we have lots of challenges that we're still facing and will be facing uh so um, really in the process of starting this up. So, uh, but um, uh, I think that some of the, for me personally, because of my own, uh, uh, I would say, capabilities and, and weaknesses, um, my uh, issue has never been uh, setting out the vision. Uh, you know, setting out the vision and, and, and thinking uh, positively and thinking um, um, about where we can go uh, have been my, my, my qualities. But it really uh, mapping out the roadmap and how to get there, that is the most difficult thing for me personally. And I think that uh, uh, many successful businesses or many potential successful businesses have failed because of a lack of planning. Uh, I think that the, the, the planning needs to be emphasized. It is important to uh, first brainstorm and think big and really have the vision I think you need to do that for a period of time, but then there is a, a time that comes where you have to start planning out single steps and following that. Uh, a, a new business is dynamic, so you got to be very flexible when it comes to correcting, as I mentioned, for example, correcting when it comes to personnel or correcting when it comes to vendors and so on, and really uh, and make sure that uh, you, you can you can change you can uh, uh, move uh, in different directions. But it is important to continuously start to have a plan, and that plan uh, needs to include budget. It needs to include uh, milestones. It has to have timelines, and it has to have uh, short-term and long-term goals. I think when you you start out as a business, it uh, it uh, it's it's very important that you set up that plan, that business plan, that strategic plan, and then uh, at certain time points, you correct it. But um, I, that would be my, my, my biggest advice, actually. And, and what I felt in the beginning, I was struggling with because I did not set out the plan um, in, in detail enough so that I would feel lost, even myself. Uh, and if I'm lost, 
I present that to my team as being very diffused and confusing. Um, and, and that could be frustrating for the people that you're trying to direct. Um, I think, uh, and that was part of my third uh, piece of advice in the uh, leadership qualities. I think you want to present as a leader. And without a plan, it's very hard to do that. Yes, planning and mapping up or having the roadmap. Yeah, I truly agree with you. Yeah, this is an area that we all as business owners should have uh, early on or and it will continue to evolve with you as you and your business grows. But this is something that we really have to to, to sit down and plan and set the set our uh, sales set what is the road where are we going where are we heading at and both those short-term and long-term goals so i totally uh, am on board with you with this and thank you for sharing that so that our listeners can uh, learn from as well especially for our listeners who are just starting out and not knowing where to start or not knowing okay are this uh this need to be done or are this part of uh of what I'm doing because it's really important way in the beginning to know where you're going to really map out you, or what the direction is you are going with your business to know where you're going from point A to point B and if you are moving that direction as well so love that you share that one so we can all learn from each other now let's talk about success and what success means to you you know your business appears to be financially doing quite well and with that success flows into other areas in the entrepreneur's life. Now, we'd like to also say that success is a mindset. I can have $10 in my pocket, but my mind feels like a millionaire. I feel great about myself and I'm moving forward. The opposite way will be a multi-billionaire and be totally miserable. So am I successful? Financially, yes. Individually, probably not. So in your journey as an entrepreneur, what does success mean to you? And what are some of the benchmarks that you use to measure your success? I think that's, a, that's an interesting concept. And, and I've had that uh, discussion with a number of people as well as um, in my own head. I, you know, being successful for some people will be a pure um, measurement of uh, return on investment, uh, and uh, I do not define success solely based on that. Although it is definitely a, a part of it, uh, I think success is measured by uh, growth in uh, in revenue uh, and uh, in growth in profit. Uh, that is uh, the success of a, of a capitalistic business, uh, and uh, that is part of how we measure success. But uh, success is more than that. Success is how you feel about uh, the business, how uh, people around you feel, uh, the environment that you create, and how, uh, how happy you are when you wake up every day and go to work. So uh, I think that um, uh, for, for light bulb. Uh, success right now is driven by how big of a community and how strong of a community we're building for people with chronic disease. Uh, I, uh, I measure my success by seeing how many people would like to join us. Uh, you know, if I have young people uh, coming up to me and saying, I'd love to join your business, that is success. Uh, if I have patients uh, coming to me saying, your event really made me feel better, and I uh, developed a number of relationships based on on your your event, and that will make me take better care of myself. That is huge success. Um, so uh, you know those kind of case uh, single case examples uh, will will make my day, uh, and that in return will drive uh, you know more people to come, and will will be a buzz 
that is created, and I think uh, that enhances the brand. Uh, and the brand in itself, I want to build as a very ethical, very hardworking, and uh, you know, a brand of essentially uh, goodness and uh, and uh, a positive brand that um, uh, will will generate um, better behavior. And by doing that, we will associate with businesses that are similar. And I think those businesses will also benefit from um, uh, the overall atmosphere of light bulb. And by doing that, we will create partnerships um, that will generate uh, revenue for, for, for both companies and it will benefit everyone. So, uh, you know, I think an example of success uh, was the event that we did yesterday that I already mentioned, uh, which generated a three-way partnership. It was a partnership between a uh, young biopharmaceutical company uh, between us uh, being uh, uh, the platform that we're creating and a not-for-profit uh, patient organization, um, the International Pemphigus and Pemphigoid uh, Foundation. And the three-way partnership that we um, uh, created um, uh, will drive more people to, um, uh, a, one, be uh, treating, treated better and behaving, behaving better in their disease, but also will create awareness for this disease, uh, bullous pemphigoid, uh, where I think more doctors are going to be able to identify the patients early on and get them treated. And the overall pub, uh, public will know more about the, the disease and uh, uh, will uh, empathize with the patients and, and maybe drive more financing to companies that are trying to um, uh, help people with the disease. So, uh, you know, that's a long answer to your, your question, but um, to me, success is driven by more than just financial return, even though that is an important component of it. Yes, totally on board with you with that. And I love your perspective on success because I truly believe that at the end of the day, what really makes us happy or what really fulfills us is knowing that we are making a difference in other people's lives because of what we are putting out there. Of course, the financial metrics are important because we are in business to be profitable and that's important but at, at the end of the day what really makes us happy is knowing that we are making a difference in other people's lives so thank you for sharing your perspective on that now let's just switch gears for a little bit and talk about work-life balance you know being a business owner myself maintaining a work-life balance is so crucial to overall success in life now the challenge with us entrepreneurs is how to click on and click off and create the work-life balance particularly if you have a family juggling many roles. So in your life as an entrepreneur, how do you maintain this work-life balance and what are some of the ways that you accomplish this in the areas of your health, your family, your relationships, and your business? You know, the business that uh, I'm creating now is all about uh, leading better lives. So it would be bad for me not to lead by example. So I, I think that with LifeBulb, it includes uh, better diet, it includes better exercise, it includes uh, enjoying uh, fashion and style and, uh, and, and overall uh, having a better health. So I am really trying to, to uh, conform to uh, my own uh, mission uh, and, and trying to lead a better life. That said, the company and the startup is taking a lot of time but uh, at this point, it's actually, I think, driving uh, happiness for me and the people around me because if I'm miserable, 
I exude that to my uh, family, to my friends, to uh, everyone around me, and uh, and and no one no one is uh, as happy walking out of that situation. Um, I've always um, actually I think that in the past I've uh, not been able to um, uh, have a, a great work life balance, but. Uh, uh, it, lately, and especially since my big scare with um, uh, with disease uh, five years ago with a kidney transplant, and four years ago, and uh, the time leading up to that, um, I, I really uh, uh, focused too much on on a uh, uh, work situation that was a work situation. I think that the optimal job is a job that does not feel like a job, but it is a lifestyle. And that's how I feel about my company right now. I feel that it, it is uh, it is a lifestyle. I don't feel like I'm doing anything that uh, I you know I'm electing uh, electing to do in 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 in, 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 in instead of of doing something else. It is really uh, my passion, and uh, I'm taking my passion into uh, into my work. Uh, so uh, I think that if you can identify um, a path and identify what really makes you happy, then uh, there's no problem with work, uh, work, uh, personal life uh, balance. Well, I love your perspective on this work-life balance. And yes, you're right. I mean, with life bulb, I mean, it is about better health. And you are living that mission. You are living that vision that you have for your company, for yourself. You are being a role model to many in, in living a better life uh, in terms of your health, in terms of working out, uh, eating healthy. These are really important because being a nurse myself, and I'm pro- uh, you probably have seen also that a lot of people out there suffering as a result of not putting their health as a priority so as a business owner excuse me it's really important to take care of ourselves because i truly believe that one of our greatest investment is our health and without it we won't be able to build this business in the first place that we are so passionate about so it's really important to make time for that and live a healthy lifestyle and also like what you've said i mean most uh, i'm sure a lot of our listeners can relate to this that most of us, we know we are driven with the passion that we have for our business. And it's for us, it's no longer work. We don't see our, our business as a work because we enjoy it. But it's really important to find that, that time also to uh, make time for those that are important to you, not only building your business, but also other people around you that are important to you. So whatever your situation is at the moment, work around it. But the most important thing to remember is not to neglect those that are important to you. I think that's the bottom line. So thank you for sharing those tips and your perspective on this work-life balance that a lot of us are challenged with. Before we get to the highlight of our show, let's thank our sponsor. Podcast your passion. Yes, did you know you can podcast your passion, make a difference, and make money talking about what you love talking about? That's how I get to do what I'm doing, talking to wonderful women every day here at Today's Leading Women. Want to learn how I did it? Go to podcastyourpassion.com. That's www.podcastyourpassion.com. Now, let's talk about one of the highlights of our show, and that's your advice for other entrepreneurs and those aspiring to be. You obviously got some lessons learned under your belt of experience, so take it back to the past. 
Say you're going to start all over again as an entrepreneur and you are in a class with other entrepreneurs who are hungry and thirsty for success or even for making that first buck. What types of special suggestions or advice and lessons that you learned would you give your fellow entrepreneurs knowing where you came from and where you're headed at? And if you can boil them down to your top three tips or advice, what would those three be? Uh, well, I, I think we, we already do- talked a little bit about um, uh, the uh, the need to surround yourself with a good team uh, and to create the, the, the very good the plan uh, after you have identified your vision. I think that surrounding yourself with the right team as well as mentors, I would say that the first piece of advice is the people. Uh, getting, uh, uh, having, having people that you can trust and ask advice um, uh, trying to uh, identify mentors that uh, will spend the time and uh, and not be afraid to share their experiences with you. Uh, I've done that a lot throughout my career, and I've benefited much, much from that. And then surrounding yourself with the right team of people who can help you execute your vision. Uh, that's number one. And then I think number two is creating that plan and really, really sticking to that plan, even though uh, it, uh, it can be changed over time. I think is very, very important. I think that the third one for me, um, and and maybe that is, uh, you know, I'm I'm uh, you know I'm not 20 years old. Uh, I I have already had uh, some experience and uh, you know 15 years of uh, of uh, of working. Uh, you know, so for me it was important to have a good base. Uh, I would not have been able to uh, uh, be in this situation uh, as a young student. Uh, and I guess maybe in healthcare and the business that I'm in, I, I, I actually really think that being an entrepreneur uh, requires some education. Uh, so I would, I would advise people to, although they may have the vision and they may have ideas that are absolutely incredible, uh, very few ideas are a new Facebook. Uh, so I think that um, spending some time being grounded and learning um, a, the basis of business, uh, the basis of maybe whether it's, it's medicine or if it's uh, law or it's technology, I think uh, is worth spending some years doing that. Uh, you may not have to spend 15 years the way I did it, but, uh, you know, I... I feel that I'm in a position right now where I've seen so much and uh, I'm ready. Uh, it takes longer for certain people. It takes shorter for others. It may take, uh, you know, 40 years for some and they can start a business and that's good too, especially women. If you um, have had, um, uh, you know, a number of pregnancies and you want to start your business uh, later on, that's still very, very possible. And there are lots of good examples. And I think you should never give up on the, the belief that you can uh, uh, become your own boss and be an entrepreneur. Um, but uh, the third bucket for me would be to, to really feel grounded and have the basis for uh, uh, your, your beliefs, uh, which means education and maybe some experience. Wow, great takeaways with what you've shared. We all can take action in today. So the first one is to identify your vision and surrounding yourself with mentors and the right team or the right people. The second one is to create a plan and stick to it. This is really important. Focus on on it until you succeed or until you, you, you need to make some changes. And the third one is to have a good foundation uh, uh, and meaning educating yourself about your niche, about your business, you know, 
learning as much as you can because there's especially with business there's a lot of learning curve um, that is involved so you really have to educate yourself with the knowledge uh, acquire that knowledge acquire the skills that you, that will give you um, confidence as well and competence to pursue this business that you are passionate about love those tips that you just shared so thank you for sharing them now what's one favorite business resource or a tool that you use in your business that's radically changing the way you do business and that which you can share our listeners with. I'm sorry, I didn't completely understand that question. So so what's one favorite business resource or a tool that you use in your business that's changing the way you do business and that which you can share our listeners with? I, I don't know if I can identify one tool uh, or one, one resource. Uh, to me, it's, uh, it's uh, a, a compilation of a number of different uh, uh, resources. And again, I, I bring back to people. People are very, very important uh, for me. It's a resource, uh, both on the mentor side and also on the team side. I am uh, only as strong as the people I surround myself with. Um, uh, you know, other than that, it's... Um, a, a number of resources. It's uh, it's uh, the experience that I've had, and uh, and it's the uh, the uh, feedback from uh, uh, the patients that uh, we deal with, and the uh, the uh, the thought leaders that we get exposed to. So um, since my business is uh, uh, you know a people business, and it's uh, it's essentially a, a in some ways a, um, a media service business. Uh, it's all about the encounters. So um, I, I can't really pinpoint a specific tool or resource, um, but it's a compilation of many. Yes, absolutely. I mean, and having people around you, having mentors, having the team, you know, getting feedback from your patient, those are great resources that we can tap into in building our business. Now, what's a, a, a book or a tool that you can recommend our listeners that will help them grow personally and professionally? A book? Yes, if you can recommend a book or two that our listeners can get uh, that will help them grow personally and professionally. Uh, again, I think I think that um, if uh, if people, uh, it depends on the business. I uh, I'm not a big reader of uh, uh, self help books that are focused on growing business. I, to be completely honest, that is not something that I have done much of. Uh, the books uh, are often books that are uh, in other areas. Uh, to me, I read uh, enormous uh, amounts of books that are, uh, I would say, both are from a, of a medical type, uh, but uh, even more of uh, for pleasure. And books that have really affected me and uh, and made me, I think, uh, the person I am are I can I can relate to of them that really drove me to uh, the career that I've taken. And one was uh, a book by Alexander Solzhenitsyn, which is called The Cancer Clinic, and uh, it really really made me uh, want to dedicate even more time to uh, to medicine. As a very young person when I read it, but uh, it it made a big change in my life. And, uh, and another book that really changed my life was uh, George Orwell's 1984. It's, uh, it made me, uh, um, I think, uh, realize even more that uh, we cannot just uh, accept um, what someone tells you uh, is the truth. 
Um, I think uh, I've always constantly challenged um, uh, the truth. The truth as being uh, conveyed by uh, a larger power, and uh, we need to try to find uh, uh, new opportunities and uh, never ever give up. So I believe that uh, the book uh, by Solzhenitsyn really drove me to uh, try to find cures for people with uh, disease. And uh, the book by Orwell really made me challenge, uh, um, uh, you know, the system of uh, uh, the, the conservative system of a corporate uh, situation, which uh, um, I'm I'm uh, I'm so glad right now that I'm I'm uh, I'm driving my own business and I'm allowing people, and I hope I will always do that. I will allow people when they have good ideas, if they can present the idea. And this idea is better than mine. I will absolutely uh, take that into account. Uh, I am a, a big fan of uh, of that philosophy, and I think that the, the book 1984 really uh, uh, brought that to my attention when I read it as a, again as a young person. Wow, great resources there. That, uh, I'll, make, I'll make sure to have them on our show notes as well, and so that we, uh, that our readers can, our listeners can read as well. Now, last but not the least, Dr. Karin, share our listeners what's one big benefit that they can get with your product or your service, and where they can get it, and what's the best way that they can connect with you, and then we'll end from there. Fantastic. You know, so it's it's uh, very simple. Our website. Um, is lifebulb.com and it's lifebulb with a Y so L-Y-F-E-B-U-L-B dot com and we also have social media channels Twitter and Instagram uh, where we are very active and connecting with people on our website we have um, uh, just a few weeks ago opened up a forum for people with disease where we connect um, uh, we can connect with each other and also with us uh, we can share thoughts, we can share um, anxieties, but also uh, victories and uh, and pleasures. Um, our website is a great resource uh, for people with uh, different chronic disease. And our social media channels will, will relate important news stories, but also what our activities are, which include events like the one yesterday, uh, which so far have only happened in New York City, but we will um, uh, continue and broaden that uh, reach uh, going forward. Um, in addition to that, uh, there are a number of articles out there that are all uh, reflected in the website uh, that could be um, can be studied and uh, and read. And, and there's also an active blog. And I want to emphasize here again um, the material on the website. Um, much of it is coming from me, but um, as much is coming from others. Um, I have um, uh, recruited a young team of uh, people uh, who are either um, uh, affected by disease or uh, are working in the health uh, space area. They have a very, very strong advisory board um, with uh, uh, thought leaders as well as business leaders and um, uh, people from from various different um, businesses, actually, ranging from uh, restaurant owners, because it's very important um, for people with chronic disease to know where to go and where not to go. Um, uh, people who are interested in design and aesthetics, because I think that's an important part of pleasure in life. And then, of course, people are experts in disease. But then again, this young group of people who are writing in our, um, in our blog, uh, we have a guest blog and um, uh, featured speakers, 
uh, and there again, you can you can relate to them, and um, that would uh, I, I think uh, give a lot of help as well as uh, pleasure to the people who are involved in Lightbulb. So uh, the basic uh, recommendation is go to uh, Lightbulb.com and check out our our social media channel. Yeah, so that's lifebulb with L-Y-F-E-B-U-L-B dot com. I highly recommend you, our listeners, to check that website, uh, sign up on their forum, be part of their forum, and sign up for their events, um, read the articles and the updates that they have on their site that will help you as well. So that link again is lifebulb.com. See for yourself how uh, if the, how this uh, product or the service that Dr. Karin is putting out there, if it fits you and it would benefit you so i highly recommend you to uh, check on her website and connect with her through her social media channels like twitter or instagram and we, you can all connect to that uh, through her website at lifebulb.com that's l-y-f-e-b-u-l-b.com and by the way all of this fantastic resources and the links that are mentioned in today's podcast will be made available in a beautiful infographic show notes at todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash karen hamburger or just type in her name karen on the search bar and it will find it for you Dr. Karin, thank you so much for being so generous in sharing your time and your inspiring story, your expertise, for being a role model to many, and for bringing such a positive energy with our listeners today. Women of the world, including me, appreciate you and wish you more success in business and in your life. Thank you so much. And really, thank you for the opportunity to to be on today. And uh, I, I really appreciate the time. All right, TLW listeners, did you love this episode? Here's your chance to recommend or vote for your favorite today's leading woman. Here's how to do it. Step number one. After you listen to this episode, go to todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash my iTunes. Step number two. Click the rate and review button. Step number three. Say that you love listening to today's Leading Women podcast. Step number four, type in the name of your favorite today's leading woman. Example, Sheryl Sandberg of Facebook, Ariana Huffington of Huffington Post, Oprah of Oprah Winfrey Network. You get it, right? Step number five, type your first name and where you are listening from. Every day, I will personally go through all of your ratings and reviews and scour the names of your favorite today's leading women. You will get to be featured as TLW fan of the day with your name and where you're listening from. And you'll be the first one to get notified when your favorite today's leading woman is featured on the show. Fair enough? Awesome. Go to todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash my iTunes. That's www.todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash my iTunes. Feeling inspired and empowered to make it happen? Then take the next step and go get your free guide to the top 10 resources that today's leading women use to stay at the top of their game, plus Marie's favorite today. Visit todaysleadingwomen.com slash guide for your free download, and we'll see you on the next episode of Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg.